Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Defeating the Giant of Negative Comparison. (laughs) I used to coach high school girls basketball, coach boys basketball as well, baseball teams, and good coaches scout out the team they're going to be playing next. It'd be foolish to just coach by faith and say, well, I'm just going to show up and see what happens. No, it's wisdom to understand the tendencies of the opponent. What's their strengths? What's their weaknesses? Let's get a plan so that we can increase the likelihood of victory. It's what Moses did in Numbers 13, where he sent out 12 spies to spy out the promised land for 40 days. Their purpose was to understand, to scout their opponent. Ten of them didn't understand that, and instead of coming back with an analysis of their strengths or weaknesses, they came back with a concluding belief that they were unable to defeat what God said they were going to defeat. And really, in leadership, and I'm talking to people today who want to increase their influence, and leadership is influence. If we don't know who's in the game, if we don't understand What are the giants that we need to defeat as leaders, as influencers? Then we're probably not going to defeat them. We're going to be surprised. It's like a coach who doesn't scout a basketball team and then finds out that the team they're playing as this tall player that they were unprepared for. Then it's going to be reactive coaching reactive playing, developing a plan in the middle of the game is not wisdom. It's reactive living. It's not proactive living. It's not intentionality. And in the Old Testament, there were literal giants in the promised land that needed to be defeated. In the New Covenant, the giants to be defeated are basically mindsets, belief systems. It says in Ephesians 6.17, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. It's called a sword because we're supposed to kill something with it. Now, as we scout out as leaders and as influencers, who's in the game? Who do we need to develop a plan for? Well, I I'll name some that are in the game, disappointments in the game. All all leaders, influencers need to get a plan to defeat disappointment. you You say, well, what's the plan? Number one is to realize that we all face disappointment. That helps me. And a plan also is to develop hope, not just faith. And we teach on hope all the time disappointments there, discouragements there, victim mindsets in the game, unworthiness is in the game, feeling like a failure is in the game. We all face these giants. Another one, and this is what we're talking about today, is the giant of negative comparison. Now, Saul was Israel's first king. 
He was a very skillful man, but he battled the same lies that we do. (laughs) Ultimately, his inability to defeat these lies created an insecurity and emotional immaturity, which led to his downfall. This was made evident when he became aware of how people were talking about a young man named David. Listen to what it says in 1 Samuel 18, verses 7 through 9. So the women sang as they danced and said, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Then Saul was very angry and the saying displeased him. And he said, they have ascribed to David ten thousands and to me they have ascribed only thousands. Now, what more can he have but the kingdom? So Saul eyed David from that day forward. Now, here's some truths that stand out to me from this passage and actually just the whole story as we consider Saul and David. Number one, Saul was a mighty warrior and he was worthy of praise. Secondly, even so, David was a greater warrior than him. And this leads us to the understanding there will always be people who do what we do much better than we do. Let me say it again. There will always be people who do what we do much better. And how we respond to this will be one of the indicators of how much God can trust us in the future with his favor and his increase. If we allow someone who kills their ten thousands to stop us from valuing our thousands, we will be unwise. Let me say that again. If we allow someone who kills their ten thousands to stop us from valuing our thousands, we will be unwise. Just as it was with King Saul, there will also be many people who wish they could be as effective as us. Now, <laughs> so let me just give you just some examples of, of how we might do something at a certain level, but we're not going to do it at the level that somebody else has. We may not be as compassionate and selfless as Mother Teresa, but our love still makes a difference. We may not be as great a business person as Bill Gates, but our business still provides jobs and helps many. We may not be as great at bringing miracles as Benny Hinn, but our healing anointing destroys cancer, removes burdens, and relieves the hurting. It's doing something. We may not be as strong of a worship leader as Brian Johnson or Kim Walker Smith, but our worship still brings honor to the Lord and moves his heart. We may not be as strong of a preacher as T.D. Jakes, but we share the gospel and rescue the lost and bring them into the glorious kingdom. We may not be able to experience the realm of the Spirit as much as my wife, Wendy Backlund, but the level we are at creates encounters for others. We may not have as many online followers as John Maxwell, 
But our material and our encouragement online is still bringing salvation to lives, family, and nations. And I just want to say this, that again, whatever we do, there's going to be people who do it better. And if we allow that negative comparison to sour us, to think negatively about the person who does it better than us, then we have a giant to kill. <laughs> Woohoo! We get to kill the giant of negative comparison. And let me just insert here. I say negative comparison because all comparison's not bad. All comparison's not bad. There's, there is healthy comparison. There is a need for us to rub shoulders with people who are doing things better than us. It's positive peer pressure. And if we approach it in a healthy way and we understand our seasons and we understand our callings, we can allow it to work positively in us. If we hang out with eagles, we're going to eventually become an eagle, even though in the beginning it might expose our non-eaglehood. <laughs> so this is a powerful thing. I'm talking about negative comparison, defeating the giant of negative comparison. Now, David, he, he didn't allow that negative comparison. He, he's on the opposite side of this. He didn't allow it to neutralize him or to stop him or to sour his attitude. I mean, he, he could have because he, he was just a child. He was the shepherd. He was uncho an unchosen son when his father presented his sons to Samuel. He was uneducated, untrained in the ways of kings, untrained as a soldier. He was rejected. He was despised by his brothers. <laughs> and yet he did not allow the apparent outward successes of others to stop him. He defeated that giant. David knew that negative comparison is not an effective growth tool. Instead, it only highlights we are not measuring up to what others are doing. But when we learn to celebrate the big wins in others. Wow, what if Saul would have said, man, that is so exciting, David. I celebrate you. I am so glad to have you on my team. What if Saul would have done that? It would have ended differently for him because he eventually lost his kingdom because of the negative spirit that he carried. So we celebrate the big wins in others' lives while also valuing what we are able to bring to the table now. As we do that, we will see our influence and skills continue to grow. God has not called us to be someone else. He has called us to be us. And I say this today, attach faith to whatever level of skill you have. As a young leader, I used to say, Lord, I can't wait until I do something great for you. He said, instead of waiting to do something great for me, 
Why don't you attach great faith to what you're doing right now, and it will become great. So what is it that you are possibly devaluing? What is it? Are you devaluing your prayer life? Are you devaluing your online presence? Are you devaluing the generosity and the kindness and the small, seemingly small financial gifts that you give to the needy or to causes? Do you devalue the ministry that you have within your local church because it doesn't seem to be outwardly spectacular? I say attach faith to it. It may be only on the thousand level, not on the 10,000 level in our eyes, but as we attach faith, it will become great. And also, is there anybody that who, because they're doing what you do and they're seemingly better at it than you and have more outward success than you, is there any negative attitude? <laughs> you know, I feel it at times crop up and and I just, I just want to kill that thing. I want to kill that and say, nope, I don't want to be a, a part of my life. Lord, bless that person. Thank you for their success. Thank you for that church across town that has more people than us. Thank you for that ministry that has more success. Thank you for that business that's doing what we do that's having more success. Thank you for that family that is seemingly more blessed than we are. Thank you for them. Hey, what a, what a great opportunity to speak with you overcoming the giant of negative comparison. <laughs> Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. We are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. They're just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. And vision and hope are linked. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening right now, today is just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> Got too many uncertainties. Have too much unresolved situations and relationships. Maybe there's financial pressure. Maybe there's negative news in the media, things in your government that you don't like. On and on and on. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call. No, I need the joy of the Lord right now. I need to stir it up. I stir it up with thanksgiving. I stir it up with childlike delighting. Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about this. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my family. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my nation. I can't wait to see what you're going to do about this, this situation that concerns me. It stirs it up. We rejoice in the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else a couple uh, announcements I want to make. Ash Lumley, who's going to be soon, going to be Ash Anderson. Ash Lumley Anderson is starting a course in August called Unhindered. She's on my team. Just a great woman of God, young leader in our movement. She's been on Facebook Live, Igniting Hope Facebook Live many times. A five-week course 
on our platform, ignitinghopeacademy.com. It's going to be great. You can find out about it there. And then also, starting in September, we are doing our course, the Transformational Mind Renewal course. We've got the basic level with the five months of content made for people on the go. It takes the five steps of radical mind renewal, one month each podcast where you can listen to it on the road, getting ready. There's a weekly video. And then we have also uh, an intensive level of that for people who want more, who want more with more community. I, I do 10 leadership Zoom sessions to equip people, to mentor people. These are group sessions. So if you want more of this content, you're looking for uh, something that can change your life three, four, maybe five hours at the most a week. Wow, the Transformational Mind Renewal Course. Sign-ups will begin soon for that. Hey, Steve Backlin here. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I look forward to being with you again next week. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.